So I'm doing some math here. Four deals on 1,200 letters, three, six, nine, 10, 11, 12. So every 300 letters you send out makes you, you know, in this case, was that? <laughs> 4,800 bucks. <laughs> This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Hello, Rhino Nation. It is me, Brent Bowers, your land man. I have an amazing guest today. His name is Kenny. He is 27 years old. Moved to the United States when he was 16 years old. He moved from Mexico with his family, and he started out as a loan officer when he was 18 years old, and he knows hustle. He knows how to hustle. He knows how to pull the trigger and take action. This guy is blowing it up and land in just a very, very short amount of time. You won't even believe how long he's been doing this, and I can't wait to introduce you, so let's go ahead and jump right into it. Kenny, how are you today, sir? Doing fantastic, man. What's going on with you? You know what? I'm excited. I get to deep dive your success. I get to hold your feet to the fire. Let's start out by telling people a little bit about yourself. You know, what do you do for a living? Well, I mean, I'm actually a full-time real estate investor. So okay. I do this now full-time. I was a loan officer before, before I made the jump to full-time real estate investor. I did that for about three years, really successfully, loved the money, hated the grind. <laughs> so yeah, man, it's been a journey for sure. Yeah. I heard someone say today on another call I was on, your dreams are guaranteed, but the grind is optional. Like it's just like, okay, does that mean it's optional if you want to be in the grind to get your dreams? I wasn't sure what where she was going with that, but it just made me think about it. Well, how old are you? Yeah. You look like super seasoned, like an old salty dog. Like how old are you? <laughs> I'm 27 years old. Okay. Uh, I mean, you look yeah. so young. I, I know. So young. I get it all the time. I think it's my routine, my daily care routine. <laughs> You're doing something right. Uh, I need to talk to you more often because these gray hairs are really creeping in on me. So any kids, wife, family, what's that side of things look like for you? Yeah. So I'm engaged. Congrats. Yeah. I've been with Camille. She's my fiance. We've been together for nearly six years now. We have a Bernese mountain dog, a puppy. And then, you know, just, I guess, to give you more background on myself, I grew up in Mexico, but I moved to the U.S. when I was 16, but I was working over there with my family. We owned businesses since I was 10 years old. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like just the culture. So, you know, the entrepreneurial thing has been in my blood since day one. And when I came to the U.S., fast forward, I was like, man, I want to be able to have no ceiling on my income. So that's how I got into being a loan officer. Did really well, but was working a ton of hours. And I was like, man, I'm ready to do this, but build something that's going to be mine and that eventually will give me the life that I want. I love it. Man, I remember our welcome call not too long ago. And I remember doing the math because you told me about Camille and you guys have been together almost six years at that time. And I was like, man, he got engaged at 21. I got married at 21. So, you know, we just take action. So absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Well, what's been going on? Okay. So you started as a loan officer. You got into land. You got into be a full-time real estate investor. What do you mean by full-time real estate investor? Because I feel like there's a lot of people listening to this, you know, Rhino Nation thinking, okay, what does full-time real estate investor mean? Like, that's what I want to do. And like, I'd love to know what is it, you know, what's it like, you know, 
at the day of the life of a full-time real estate investor named Kenny? <laughs> um, so here's what it's like, what I mean. We've experienced with different real estate investing strategies like Airbnb. We try to like do some flipping here and there. So we actually have a couple of Airbnbs. We did some Airbnb arbitrage, which is kind of what laid the foundation to be able to leave my job. So that was the very first thing that we did. Um, when you say Airbnb arbitrage, like let's break that down for anybody. Sure, yeah. First of all, what the heck? That sounds like rocket science. Like what is Airbnb <laughs> arbitrage? Yeah, so Airbnb arbitrage is whenever you find a landlord, let's say that they want $2,500 for their home, but you know that it's in an area in which you could get that property for $2,500 a month, furnish it, and then put it in an Airbnb platform. And there's many, right? But Airbnb is one of them. And then you can turn around and make $5,000 a month. So essentially, you're turning a $2,500 a month rent you put some money into furnishing it, making it look really pretty and nice, and you turn back around and you lease it to somebody else for 5000 and you make that spread. I love it. So it's like a positive arbitrage. You're paying 2500 and you're making 5000 gross. I'm sure there's some other expenses in there, but basically you are pretty much grossing almost $2,500 a month after you pay or netting $2,500 a month after you pay your landlord. I love it. Positive arbitrage. Correct. Yep, exactly. That's why I love the land business so much. So it's cool. fantastic. Going. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of like our gateway <laughs> drug, if you will. So after we experienced that, we you know we over the years of me working as a loan officer, we've saved some money and we were like, you know what? Like, why don't we just take the leap, right? Like, why don't we just go full time on this thing and just put all of our resources into building these businesses instead of, hey, I'm working 40, 60 hours a week on my W-2, but I'm not building anything. I'm just collecting a paycheck, right? So that was the big mind shift for us, which was we've worked so hard to have a good foundation for ourselves, which is what I would recommend anybody that's thinking about leaving their job. Like, make sure that you have a good foundation, right? That you have some cash, that you have maybe some additional income coming in, and then go for it, right? So now, with, for example, with the land business, I started about 30 to 45 days ago. And since yeah, then, too long ago. <laughs> no, not long ago at all. But since then, I've taken down four deals. So I have three properties actively for sale. And yesterday, I actually sold the very first one. And the gross profits were 5500 on that. I only paid 1700 bucks for the land. So it was a great deal. Oh my gosh, man. So first of all, let's get the victory though, <laughs> for that $5,500 net profit. Anybody that has headphones in their ears, brace for impact. Here we go. <laughs> so you've been in the program about not even two months and yeah. you took down four parcels of land. You purchased four parcels of land. So three of them I did with my own money. And then the other okay. one, I JV'd with another member of the group. So he brought the money. I brought the deal and that one's a bigger deal. We took it down for 36,000 and we're in the process of listing it at 80,000. Holy cow. So bought it for 36,000, <laughs> yeah. listing it for 80,000, yeah. doing a joint venture with another land shark? Yes, correct. Another land oh shark. Oh my gosh, I love it. And yep, keeping so, it in the family. So you guys could make what? The difference between 80 and 36 like could be like $44,000 and what are you going to split it or Yeah, exactly. We're just going to go halves. Yeah. I love that. Well, that's incredible, man. So let's just say you've been in the program about 45 days. You're pretty much buying a piece of land every like 12 days. Like way yeah. to take action. I mean, you just like started pulling the trigger immediately. And that makes me more happy than anything. I love the fact that, you know, you're making money already. Those three deals that you bought with your own land. I mean, what was that like? 
you know, you just started just going out there and buying land or like, <laughs> yeah. how did that process work? So the first one was fantastic. It was a match made in heaven. So I did the mailer thing as you said to do, and it worked exactly as you said it would. One of the deals, I did get a, a an LOL signed back. They took a picture of it, sent me an email on that, which I was like, you know, when you hear you in the course, you're like, oh my gosh, you know, like that would be amazing to be able to receive one of those letters. And then you do, and you're like, oh my gosh, this is real. Like what is happening? And just for anybody listening, wondering what the heck an LOL is, <laughs> Kenny does mean laugh out loud. Did you <laughs> laugh out loud when you got it <laughs> I really did. <laughs> no, no. Well, no, the LOL is a land offer letter. We send a letter to the landowner for the exact amount that we're willing to pay for that vacant raw piece of land. And if you want a copy of that land offer letter that Kenny's talking about that I use every single day in my business as well, we purchase tens and tens of thousands of dollars worth of vacant raw land at massive discounts. Go to the land sharks dot com forward slash l-o-l and get that copy and start sending those out today to landowners but keep going kenny You're absolutely cool absolutely what he said that's amazing right there so that was actually the second deal but the first deal I received an email and it was this gentleman called Terrence and he was like, hey, I received your letter in the mail, really interested, but hey, you offered me 200, can you do 400? $200? Yeah, $200 and can you do 400 instead? And I was like, oh my gosh, this is great. This is my very first deal. It's not a lot of money. I don't really feel intimidated. You know, like it's still a little scary, but you know, 10,000 is not 5,000, right? So from my experience in sales, I never take the first deal, even if it's a good deal, because I don't want to make them seem or get scared, right? I don't want to make it seem and push them away like they're giving it away. So I always push, right. I always push back. Remorse. Sellers remorse, exactly. I always push back on the first, no matter what. It doesn't matter if it's already a killer deal for me. It's just walking them through the process and making them feel like they got a win out of it. That's got to be so hard to do because you're probably like, holy crap, $400. Like, yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Yes, but it's real estate. It's land. <laughs> yeah. Like no one can ever take it from you. So that takes a hardened like soldier. You know, I can tell you've been <laughs> doing this a while. <laughs> like that must take. I would literally have to mute my phone and cover my mouth and like try not blurt. to smile. Okay, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's hard, man. It's hard, but you just have to do it. Right. The last thing you want is, yeah, you get a verbal yes. You send them the agreement and then you sit on the agreement and they shop you around. Right. They're like, well, hang on. Maybe if this guy said yes so quickly, I could probably get some more with someone else. So you're so true. That's so true. So right. Yeah. So far, all the offers that I've sent that were I'm having a conversation with somebody, I've closed on them so far. So, so far, my track record is like 100%. So it's working. But yeah. So coming back to this. So $400, we talk, we go back and forth, and he starts negotiating with himself. And when they start doing that, I just let them do that and keep doing that. I don't ever interject. I don't ever give out numbers. So for instance, the conversation was, oh man, I really want 400. And exactly how you say to do, oh, 400, is that really the best that you can do? Just sounding disappointed, right? And and then, <laughs> and then he just yes. starts negotiating with himself. He's like, man, well, you know, I think I could do 300. Mm, 300, huh? Mm. <laughs> man, I don't, interesting. That's all I say, okay? And then I just, and he's, okay, I'll tell you what. If you give me 250 in a warranty deed, I'll do it. And I'm like, 250? Because I sent you the letter for 200. And so really, is that the lowest? Yeah, yeah, 250 is the lowest. 
Okay. Well, let me sit on that. Let me get back to you and I'll come back around and let you know if that works for us. Okay, cool. I waited for, so I waited about for an hour and I'm doing my due diligence. I'm emailing the lock to get an owners and encumbrances, quick search title, you know, going through all of that. And then I call him back. I'm like, Hey, I, you know, we look up the numbers and it works for us. And then I walk him through the next steps. Right. So that land is actually worth $5,000 and we already have two formal offers on it with my listing agent, but we're waiting an answer from the utility company in the city. They want to know if there's sewer there already. And if there's not, then, hey, are we going to do have to do a septic tank? What are we going to have to do? But we have two formal offers already for that lot. So we're just waiting on the city to get back to us. But. That's incredible. You have like nerves of steel with those negotiation techniques. And guys, if you're listening to this thing, you're like, holy crap, I wish I had Kenny's script. This is the podcast you need to be listening to. I hope you share this with someone that needs to hear this. And also, please give us a five-star rating on wherever you listen to this podcast, because I'm about to give you another free gift. And that <laughs> oh, wow. is the script that Kenny was just using. And that is yours today by going to thelandsharks.com forward slash script. That is our motivated seller script. I'm going to ask you for your name and your email address, and it will send you an email. And please check your junk folder because sometimes it goes to junk. But there you go. That's the script that Kenny's using. That script has saved me on paying for land and houses. I don't even know, hundreds of thousands, probably millions of dollars, actually, now that I think about it. We all use it and it works every time. And like you said, like five words. Oh, that's all that it takes. That's the best you could do. So that's incredible. So you're sending out these land offer letters. How many land offer letters have you sent in the last month and a half to get these four deals? Because this is incredibly fast. Like, this is amazing. Yeah. So in the last, let's say, 45 days, I've sent, I would say, about 1,200 about 1200 letters. Yeah, All right. Yep. This past week I didn't mail just because I'm expanding to multiple counties. So I've been just collecting data and running comps, you know, because I want to be able to really expand, but I've incorporated texting as well. So I'm mailing okay. them and all the people that I couldn't get in touch with, I try to also text them to see if I can get a response. So you're double tapping yeah. your resources or your list that you already have. Exactly. Incredible. So 1200 letters in the last 45 days. I mean, that's incredibly fast. Like not everyone gets deals that fast because there's a little bit of a lag time. Like mail sometimes takes a week to get there. Right. And then they got to call and then you got to buy it. That's incredible. So I'm doing some math here. Four deals on 1200 letters, three, six, nine, 10, 11, 12. So every 300 letters you send out makes you, you know, in this case, was that <laughs> 4,800 bucks? <laughs> yeah, yeah, or so. Yes, exactly, exactly. That's incredible. Yeah, man. All right, I'm going to go out on a limb here. And this is really nervous for me to do this because this is on a podcast. And if it were up to you and I said, Kenny, you can no longer do one or the other. You have to choose Airbnb arbitrage or land. Which one are you no longer going to ever touch? I'm not saying this is true, but this is hypothetical. Absolutely. Actually, I'm working actively on this. So Airbnb arbitrage, I would prefer not to do that. Thank God. That's what the answer I was going for. And like I was sweating a little bit there. Well, and (laughs) the reality is due to your ROI. So Airbnb arbitrage is fantastic if you have the money and or ability to get credit or loans to make it work. However, you can neglect the fact that you're getting into debt to be able to generate a dollar. And whereas with land, you know, it takes about 18 to 
twenty thousand dollars per Airbnb arbitrage, like per Airbnb, to get it fully set up, furniture, maybe some paint touch up, whatever you got to do. And sure, the ROI is also great, but with twenty thousand dollars put into land, oh my gosh! I mean, you can five, six x that maybe in such a short period of time. No, that's so true. And it's incredible. I actually have owned a few Airbnbs and they were just unbelievable what it cost to furnish them and get them right and photos on the walls and the paintings and all the silverware yes. and all that stuff. Now, one of us is making money and we sold the other two, but it's just like, man, that was a lot of money. And, you know, I'm very spoiled with this land game. We can get our money back out very quickly. Like for this instance, this one you're buying for 36000 you know, someone could come to you with a $36,000 down payment. All your money's back out of the deal. You hold the note for the remaining 44000 if it's worth eighty grand, and seller finance it at, you know, 10 or 12% interest. Now, check your state usury laws. Talk to a foreclosure attorney. You don't want to charge too much interest, uh, but we're getting 12% on a lot of our land deals at 30 years financing. And people ask me, it's like, Brent, why would you ever want to do 30 years? Isn't that a long time? What if, what if, what if, what if? And the way I look at it is there's a reason why in every city and every state in the United States, usually the biggest, prettiest buildings have bank names on them. It's because they know about money. If you look at the average, I mean, well, it's no, no longer the average, but if you look at a $200,000 mortgage at 6% interest, if you pay that mortgage back for 30 years and never miss a payment, never refinance, you're going to pay back over $420,000 for that $200,000 mortgage. That's not really 6% interest. It's compounding interest. So that's what's so powerful about this. And you know that's why I love 30-year mortgages on our land and the cash flow goes it forever. But here's the thing. Eventually, someone's going to build on this land and they're going to get a construction loan or a bank loan and the bank's going to pay me off. But pretty much for the first five or seven years of that mortgage, it's all interest only. It really is. It's hardly anything paid the principal. So I digress. Where do you <laughs> see yourself going with this. I know we're getting a little short on time. You know, what's the next steps for you, Kenny? Man, just continue to build the current success that we've had and continue to expand and start building the passive income machine just like you have. I can't remember what book it is, but it's like Be the Bank, right? That's the idea. I think it's like Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill or The Richest Man in Babylon. One of those like staples. And it's yeah. so true. It's so true. Like you said, even if they were to refinance, most of it is interest up front. And yeah, coming from a mortgage, from the mortgage background, I know this, I understand it. And man, it's just... When I saw the opportunity, oh my gosh, you have two avenues to make money with this business. You can choose to take it the active route and make really good money or passive. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. So we're just working on expanding that and focusing 100% on our land business. I love it. Well, thank you so much for sharing all your wisdom and your knowledge and just talking about how you dealt with these sellers and any other words of wisdom, anything else that you could share with the listener that you wish you would have known when you're first getting started and becoming a full-time real estate investor or the Kenny at 21, <laughs> any last parting words of advice or wisdom for the audience? I think the last thing that I would say is realize that that fear is like a paper ceiling. You can break right through it and you realize that it's the value that you give that ceiling that prevents you from breaking it. Right. Like the whole idea behind you can teach an elephant when they're a baby to be tied to a pole and they can't escape. And then when they become this 500 pounds or more like incredible beast and they're still tied to this little tiny bit pole that they could just rip out super easy, they don't because they think that they can't. Right. So realizing that fear is kind of like a paper ceiling that you can just break through. That is so true. That's such a great analogy. You know, imagine this little tiny baby elephant that can't get 
away from this pole. He like jerks that chain and almost snaps his neck and hurts his leg and cries. And after the second or third day of that, if it even takes that long, he's going to give up. And eventually that, like you said, he's going to turn into this massive, ginormous beast. And he's never going to hit it again because he doesn't want to hurt himself. And that's what we do as humans. We get a f- little bit of rejection or just one mean seller to say, yeah, it happens. you know, go pound sand. Yeah. And we stop. We stop taking that rejection. And the reason why we don't do things is fear of failure and fear of rejection. So we have to work on that. And every single day, build that muscle, build that muscle, build that muscle, and just keep hitting that rope. Eventually, that rope's going to break and that pipe's going to break or that you know stake in the ground that's holding that you as the elephant. And just go out there and just get a little uncomfortable. So, wow. Great words of wisdom. Guys, you've heard it. Kenny moved here to the United States when he was 16 years old. He started an Airbnb arbitrage system flips, was a loan officer grinding it. Just takes action. This guy is just taking action. And that's what I heard the entire time. So if you're interested in getting started in real estate and doing the things that Kenny's doing, I want you to right now go to wholesalinginc.com forward slash land, fill out the application, schedule the call. And if we like what you have to say, We might even invite you in to be a Rhino Tribe member. And Kenny, God bless. And I can't wait to hear 45 more days (laughs) from now where you're going to be at. Likewise, brother. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a true pleasure. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Talk soon. All righty, brother. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.